Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. This is the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. Welcome, welcome. I said wave weird. Did you? Yeah. I didn't notice. I went wave. Okay. Oh, like you spoke it like it was a, a wave. wave. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's my brain doing intentional things. Yeah, I went I uh, I myself have been in some waves in the last week. So you have? How was your holiday? Went, went to the beach. How was it? Uh, the, the, well, the waves were quite cold. Yeah. But, but <laughs> no, good time. Good time was had. Yeah, good. Yeah. We didn't do a wave last week because Nick was away. So we've got a bumper episode today for you. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Got some news and interesting news stuff to going go on. through. There's a lot of stuff going on, isn't there, at the minute in the world? Well, yes, in the world in general, in specifically the, in the movie and in the streaming. streaming streaming world is what I meant. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We will get to all of that. You got any gossip for me? I mean, football's home. Yeah, football's home. That's excellent. Yeah, I've had to move out to fit it in. <laughs> Good. But Found somewhere for it to stay? No. <laughs> Stuck on the sofa. <laughs> is it staying long? I am not sure. Hopefully. Four is. years, maybe, Hopefully. at least. What an exciting time that was. Oh, it's brilliant. It was. I, I have watched, I'll admit, I haven't watched any of that tournament. I'm, I fell out of football, in love with football. Oh, me too. A while ago. But I did but sit this, and watch this, the this second half of that game. Women's tournament's been brilliant. Yeah, it's over here. My. my, my Two girls have really got into it. Yeah, and that's been that's what it's all really about, fun. isn't it? It's it's people are like, oh, it's, it feels different to men's football. And I'm like, yeah, because it's not like 22 millionaires running around and not really caring about yeah. what's going on. Well, I went, I went to the first game and it was great. Well, Every, yeah, you actually went to a game. Everyone was just happy to be there. Yeah, you went near like an old, <laughs> an old codger two rows in front shouting and yeah. obscenities after one minute that you can't pass to this guy. You yeah. know, it was it's, just a somebody's good been going time. and just it goes out of habit. Now. Yeah. I was like, why are you here if you hate it so much? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's people who actually wanted to be there. Absolutely. You know. Proper football. Uh, oh, brilliant. Good. Really, really good. I've got, uh, we're going to the, uh, I've got tickets to the friendly against uh, the USA. Oh, amazing. Two months' time. Where's that? Uh, Wembley. Oh, Wembley. It's like sold out in short, short time. Excellent. So. I hope we can, like, build on it and promote this sport in this country. Go now. sports. Go sports. Sports chat. Look at us with sports chat. Who'd have bought it? I've watched a bit of the Commonwealth Games. Oh, so lovely! We are quite sportsy. My family that were uh, minus me went yeah. to see the the torch or the baton. Oh, really? Come through one of the villages because we're not too far from Birmingham. No, we're not. A few weeks ago, so yeah, they saw that go through. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> cool. There you go. Oh, I don't really swimming. know what the Commonwealth is. It's just places who like the Queen, isn't yeah, it? Basically. Yeah. Basically. People who uh, admire the Queen. Do some running and cycling. Yeah, and, yeah it's a bit yeah. like a if you don't like the Queen, Olympics for not so good people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched some swimming. Oh, yeah. Did you see that crash in the cycling? I did see the... Crazy. The, the dude ended up in like row three. <laughs> yeah, he nearly killed a kid. It was mad. So yeah. that wasn't good. But yeah, it's been quite interesting. Diving starts this weekend. I always enjoy watching the okay. diving. So yeah. I'll be watching some of that. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. Sports, go sports. Let's go sports, sports stuff. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. You missed while you were on holiday. You missed the watch along in the Discord. Well, yeah, I was. I I had no reception. I wouldn't have been able to join. No, it's a shame. No, it is a shame. It, was a but fun it sounds time. like you had a good time. We had a good time. We watched a three-hour Bollywood movie. Of course you did. Of course we did. We like we put it on because we were like cause we were in the as you know we we're in the middle of watching the Robert the doll films Robert films, the doll yeah. films but because you weren't there we didn't want you to miss the sequel. Okay. So I wouldn't didn't, mind. It didn't seem fair on you to miss <laughs> it. So we thought we'll just pick something randomly. And we picked this. It's called RRR. I know it, yeah. really difficult to say. 
It's three hours long. We thought we'll just watch like an hour of it, see what it's like, and ended up watching three hours of it. I knew you'd like it. And then I'm so glad you gave it the chance. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I didn't like it. I loved it. And then we sat and chatted about it for another hour and a half afterwards. There you go. It was like nearly one o'clock by the time I'd <laughs> come off the phone or come off the Discord. But yeah, it was a good night. So Discord watch-alongs are brilliant. Yeah, they're so much fun. We definitely do more of them. Yeah. So come and join our Discord if you want to. The link will be in the show notes. It always is. If it's not in this one, it'll be in the last one. Yeah, just find You'll it. Find join it us. It's a good time. It's always a good time. It is. We watch three-hour Bollywood movies. <laughs> but only good ones. Only good ones. I'll I tell you what. So at far. least... If if I can't employ you to go and watch RRR, <laughs> at least go and watch the trailer. Yeah. It's three minutes and it will give you a real taste of what that movie is about. Do you know what's a really bizarre fact about that movie? Yes. Every single animal in the movie is CGI. I know. Yeah. Even like a goat in the background yeah. wasn't there. It was CGI or a little bird or something. Yeah. None of it's real. And when you watch that, it will blow your mind because there are people on horses just riding around. <laughs> They're not even really on horses. It's crazy. It's really hard to act being on a horse when you're not on, on a, a horse. horse. And make it look good. Yeah. And they do make it look good because yeah. it's really good. <laughs> really good. I'm not even just saying that. It is really good. So yeah, you missed that. What else have you missed? Don't think you've missed much else. Fine. Just life in general. That's fine. Cool. Uh, what has been missed yeah. is a absolute wad of news. Shall we get onto some Netflix news? Is that uh, you trying to push me on? I No, it's fine. <laughs> if you, you want to keep... Keep going, you keep going. No, um, we're good. We're flipping the scripts though this week. Are we? Yeah, we're doing non-Netflix news first. Well, the 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 big streaming news this week, I guess, is not is involving not Netflix, Netflix involved. So, which is unusual. Uh, and the big story, I've never heard anything like this. Is the decision uh, by? Um. Well, I guess. It's Warner Brothers, isn't it? Yeah. As the parent company. Uh, but it's it's the scrapping of Batgirl. Yeah. The 70 to $100 million, depending, depending on who you believe. Who you believe. Uh, yeah, DC movie. Yeah. It's, the filming was finished. Yeah. Post-production was almost done, I believe. Sure. And now it's just not happening. And ever. the rumour mill is absolutely running rife as to why this is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there is some rumours that say some of the audience screenings were so terrible, the reactions to it, that it scared Warners off. There are other rumours saying that uh, they didn't think it would make the money back because it was a planned HBO Max release so they could actually make more money by doing a tax write-off on it, yeah. which seems crazy. It does seem very crazy. But, you know, creative accounting and all that. Um, and uh, this, this is the other main rumour is that it just, it, yeah, it it didn't look like it was a $100 million movie. Yeah. Uh, it looked more like a sort of TV type show. Who knows? This thing is going to be like the most... Wanted bootleg, yeah, for years and years to come. Surely, but apparently, if they do it as this tax write-off, then they can never release it. No matter. No, what. that's what I mean. It dead. would be, it would be a proper sort of. Would it ever get leaked from somewhere? Yeah, but yeah, that's it. In in sort of ad infinitum, it could not be released. Uh, and in the last few days since this has happened, you know, people have involved with this movie 
I've started to sort of uh, comment on it. Not yeah. least the two directors. <laughs> you would hope they would comment, to be fair. Uh, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala, who recently uh, brought Ms. Marvel to yeah. Disney Plus and previously had directed the third Bad Boys movie. Uh, they've said, we are saddened and shocked by this news. We still can't believe it. As directors, it is critical that our work be shown to audiences. Yep. And while the film was far from finished, we wish that fans all over the world would have had the opportunity to see and embrace the final film themselves. Uh, maybe one day they will. Uh, not from what we've heard. I mean, no. <laughs> this this was uh, going to be Michael Keaton's return to, to, the DC to, the, to the role of Batman as well. Yeah. It's just, I've never heard of, small films get canned all the time. That sure. happens, when even after they've been filmed. Yeah. But for a film of that big a budget to just disappear, I've never heard of it before. I don't think sure. it's, it's just insane to me. It wasn't the only one either, was it? They, they... No, so it's kind of flown under the radar uh, with with Batgirl having the, the headlines, but also scrapped at the same time was... Uh, a new animated Scooby-Doo film. Yeah, Scoob. Holiday Haunt. Yeah, it's a sequel to the original Scoob film. Yeah. I believe. That's just both wiped off the slate. It's gone. It's crazy. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And then the rumour I'm reading today is that the whole of HBO Max might be done. Yeah. That, that just might disappear. Yeah. It's insane. Um, There's, um, Warner Brothers have just released a video game as well. Yes. It's called Multiverses. I okay. don't know if you've heard of it. It's a bit like um, Smash Brothers. Yeah. For the Nintendo, it's all the Warner Brothers characters coming together in one game okay. and fighting. So you could have Tom and Jerry versus Scooby Doo. Yeah. And apparently, the the first content update for that was also due to be released this week. That's also been delayed. Oh wow! Okay. Because they apparently are not going to focus on their gaming stuff anymore. That game came out last Friday. <laughs> wow! So that's how, how so sort of quick this decision. Is. And it was supposed to be like updated with new content all the time, new characters coming all the time. And yeah, it's apparently that's also uh, in trouble. Well, in a statement full of buzzwords, <laughs> the Warner Brothers spokesperson said, the decision not to release Batgirl reflects our leadership's strategic shift as it relates to the DC Universe and HBO Max. Um, Leslie Grace, who was Batgirl herself, yeah. is an incredibly talented actor and this decision is not a reflection of her performance. So that's quite interesting they've added that to yeah. try and, you know, assuage Save any... Save her a little which bit. Is, which is fine because it shouldn't reflect on no. her. But, you know, yeah, but that's how the rumour mill started. It, it is, you yeah. Know, you were, it's nice you of them enough for this, so. to stop that yeah. happening before it's happened. Um, we're incredibly grateful they finished to the filmmakers of Batgirl and Scoob and their respective cast, and we hope to collaborate with everyone again in the near future. Uh, it's it's just a really weird state of affairs. It is. Uh, it feels like the, the especially with like the DC comic, you know, cinematic universe or whatever yeah. it's called, that it is constantly in a state of flux yeah. and. They keep saying, oh, we're looking for someone to lead it, but they're not giving that person Doing anything the chance to it. follow through. Yeah, uh, You know, because it was only last week, uh, I think while we are off, Ben Affleck confirmed he's coming back Yeah, to be Batman in, I think it's Aquaman. Is it the second I Aquaman? I think it was the second Aquaman. So you've got like four Batmen running around, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's no plan here, There's is not. there? There doesn't it, appear to be. 
despite them saying a couple of years ago, you know, there will be. Um, they, they just seem to not know what they're doing. It's all Zack Snyder's fault, isn't it? Yep, everything is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's been a crazy story. Yeah, it's a, it is incredible. I'm sure we've not heard the last uh, of Batgirl, we, whatever they say. We definitely haven't heard the last of Warner Brothers slash HBO Max and what's yeah. happening there. Because there's more to come from that story. Sure. Definitely. Right. Have we got anything else? What's next? We have. Uh, next. Uh, do you like Saw? Yes. It's my favourite movie franchise. Would you like you know. to see Saw? See Saw? She's uh, Yeah. <laughs> well. No, actually. <laughs> you can from November. Uh, well, I think it might be the end of October, but um, October, November. You can go to London and take part in a new Saw-themed escape room fan experience. Oh, that sounds exciting. I would be up for that, actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, the experience will unite a group of fans who must work together to escape a series of challenges developed by the vicious mind of Jigsaw, each one testing your abilities to sacrifice yourselves for the goal. That you sounds wouldn't want to go scary. First, would you? No. <laughs> well, the rest of the time. Um, but of course, people can always betray each other to save their skin, making the game even more nerve-wracking. So, your choice is, do you work together and risk betrayal, or become the betrayer in search of salvation? The uh, choice is yours. Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, go and look and book tickets. Now, the location is yet to be revealed. So, you can uh, go and book tickets, but you don't know where it is? Yes. <laughs> That's weird. Basically. Okay. Um... I'm up for that. Shall we go and do it? There are two unique uh, paths to redemption, it's described as. Uh, £34 for the preview, £39 uh, for a non-preview. It's not too bad. Type experience. Tickets must be pre-booked. The exact location will be revealed nearer the time. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Let's do it. There's a press inquiries section. We'll go as press. Oh, let's do it, shall we? Yeah. Shall we try it? Why not? <laughs> cool. We've okay. Got, we've got we've got influence. <laughs> we have. Next. Okay. Uh, in remake news. Remake news. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, I think. And Doug Lyman are teaming up because they are remaking Peter Griffin's favorite movie, <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> Amazing, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, they're doing it for Amazon. Right, okay. It's going to go straight to Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, and it starts shooting this month. It's Gyllenhaal, Billy Magnuson, um, Love Lania, whoever that is. That's a great the name. The best name ever. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Patrick Swayze original. Yeah, it is. 80s classic, Roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, set at uh, the Double Deuce, <laughs> uh, the sleazy music bar. Um, yeah. It's um, Gyllenhaal's going to play a former UFC fighter who takes a job as a bouncer uh, at the, the aforementioned Roadhouse, uh, but soon discovers not everything is what it seems in this tropical paradise. Interesting. There you go. G Gyllenhaal's great. Gyllenhaal's great. That that's got that's interests me. Uh, yeah, Lyman has said, uh, "I'm thrilled to put my own spin on the Roadhouse legacy." Does it have a legacy? I think so. Like you say, it's Peter Griffin's favourite <laughs> film. I can't wait to show audiences what Jake and I are going to do with this iconic role. 
uh, yeah, no release date as yet, obviously, because they've not started. <laughs> it's a while away, <laughs> by the sounds of it. Okay, cool. I'll keep well, if Roadhouse that. is your thing, you're getting uh, Halsey. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, should we go on to some Netflix Let's news? do some Netflix news. That's what the people are here for. Stranger Things. I think this might be the last time we talk about Stranger Things for a while. Could. Have, having it been, it been the sort of hot topic over the summer of 22. <laughs> it would was. You say? It absolutely was. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, the Stranger Things team are back at work this week. The writing again. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, they Duffer Brothers tweeted a picture from the writer's room. It's just a blank whiteboard. <laughs> With Stranger Things 5 written along the top. We don't know what we're doing. I mean, they must have some idea. Of course they do. They know this, where they're going with This has been show. planned out. Yeah. Um, having said all that, I, I wouldn't pin your hopes on this for... I, I think it's two years before we see Yeah, I think this. so. Uh, I'd be surprised. Maybe summer. The next time we'll talk about Stranger Things in depth with the old summer of 24. Summer 24. Season 10 of Bottom of the Stream. Will be on <laughs> Lovely <mind>. vintage. <laughs> Uh, but also this week, uh, David Harbour's been t- talking. He has. I mean, this is the, the sort of thing that only makes a good story after you've had one of the biggest hits in TV <laughs> history. Yeah. Because he's been saying that, you know, he didn't think this was a sure thing. Stranger Things. I suppose when you first read the concept, though, yeah, you're not going to, are you? Well, he says he was still thinking that all the way through filming season one. <laughs> okay. Um, and that him and some of the crew thought that they were... Making a disaster. Really? In his words. Yeah, he says, I remember when we were shooting the first season down in Atlanta, we had a budget of about $20 and we thought halfway through, we don't think this is going to work. <laughs> look at that. Look what, Look how it all turned out. The budget's changed. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> by, by the time season four rolls around. Uh, I've never gone back and rewatched that. I haven't either, to be honest. I'm sure at some point. I'll you think you imagine them to be as high and glossy as the this season was but yeah. i bet you it's not i bet it looks janky as anything now. it may well do just because of how good season four looks yeah possibly. I bet season one doesn't what is that uh well mind you there's again i think part of partly it's the duffer brothers winding people up but they're kind of saying they're gonna they or they have been back and edited a few yeah no, they have a few bits that. yeah and they're gonna go back and george lucas the season one <laughs> demogorgon i don't maybe, know maybe 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 they will <laughs> It's never going to work as a binging show when it's finished. Because you will notice... The, you'll you'll the, notice the, the money changes. going up and you'll notice the age of the, the kids ages. massively changing through the seasons. If this is two years away. Those kids are going to be mid-twenties, some of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, said, we mentioned before, didn't we? Old Steve Arrington's going to be he's middle-aged. Already, yeah, so. he's already in his 30s. <laughs> Next. Uh, let's talk about sex, baby. Okie dokie. Whatever you want. <laughs> Sex education. Yeah, we've uh, gone from Stranger Things to sex education. Back in the headlines this week, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago a couple of actors who were not returning. Yes, we did. Season four. I can't get on this website. Uh, of sex education. Well, interestingly, uh, another um, actress has confirmed she will not be coming back. Oh, okay. Um and because we can't get onto this, I'm going to have to Google it because I can't remember her name. <laughs> because the lady who plays um, the teacher who gets with Mr... You know the two teachers who hook up? Yeah. The lady teacher. Oh, the lady teacher. Yeah. I don't know her name. She's not coming back. Oh, okay. But she cryptically tweeted that 
I, it was for reasons beyond my control. So she's been sacked. Well, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we can put that out there. No, um, of course not. But uh, yeah, that's now four sort of biggish characters who are not coming back. Yeah, for season four. Yeah, which is and they're all female. Quite the turnaround. Randomly. Um. Yeah. A whole new cast of women in sex education <laughs> the next season. It makes you wonder if it's time to just call it a day. I'm not sure. You've made your stars too successful. That's what they've done. Uh, it's uh, Raki Thakra who plays Emily Sands. Yes, who's the teacher? Who take, who's one of the teachers takes them on the field trip in the last. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's what she's going to do in this next series. She's going to take these four students on a field trip and never come back. Yeah, she's she's, she's in an interview saying, I'm not part of the new series, uh, before cryptically adding, I can't really talk about why, but I'm so proud of the show and grateful to have been part of something so important. Um, So that's her. That's Simone Ashley, obviously, due to her Bridgerton commitments. um, And the other couple that we talked about (laughs) the other week. Ola Um, and crazy alien girl yes i'm terrible with character names same i, I do <laughs> apologize uh yeah sweet so we'll see how that all gets rearranged uh and shakes out in the f- coming months well, they've, they've got to start casting people soon you would think they're <laughs> yeah. gonna need a cast of somebody <laughs> oh i tell you what some of some fans are angry we've got angry netflix fans again <laughs> uh do you do you like vampires yes did you ever watch First Kill? I didn't. And I hadn't heard of it. Oh, you're not aware of it? <laughs> I'm not aware. Uh, I, I'm aware of it now. But well, I wasn't aware of it at Netflix the time. has killed First Kill. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, after one season. Yeah, it hasn't gone down well, this one. Uh, which its fans are obviously not happy about, but seem to be striking out at a different Netflix show. I saw this. For, well... Not a really practical reason, to no. be honest. Uh, first Kill fans are going to war with Heartstopper fans. Yeah. I'm a Heartstopper fan. <laughs> I'm on that. I'm on that good ship. Uh, the I'm reason for that being it. is that, according to Netflix's uh, viewing, watching hours stats, the first season of First Kill has racked up 97.6 million viewing hours, whereas Heartstopper racked up half of that wow 53 and a half million uh and heartstopper has been renewed for not two uh not one but two extra seasons it has indeed uh i mean this isn't the full story of course it's not the critical reception to these two shows is very different yeah i imagine the budget of them is very different uh yeah i i think that the first kill certainly has more special effects it's yeah. that whole supernatural element that's only the the figures that netflix releases absolutely they're, they're looking at a lot of other stuff that you are. know is not i mean there's only like yeah. seven people in heartstopper it's, it's i imagine it's a really low budget really easy show to make and it's got a clear end and it's i, I don't we're not going to get more than three seasons no, absolutely and we didn't want one more than no. three seasons of it it's, it's not that kind of story no um yeah so uh well anyway that if first you, you know, if you want to get onto that uh that whole online war go and <laughs> go and google some of this and on and look for it on your socials but uh yeah first kill's not coming back sorry about your look <laughs> uh if you're a fan there's loads of vampire shows yeah just go and watch some vampire diaries or true blood true blood was great when it's when it was i never watched it. i only watched the first few seasons but it, it went on that bad. went on for a, a long, long time, time didn't yeah, it? it did 
Uh, Netflix has announced that it will uh, give Knives Out 2, yep. or as it is officially called, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, a limited cinema release ahead of its Netflix premiere. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. No, not me. I, I, I still, well, I'm still I'd surprised like... that it's getting Netflix as doing the sequel rather than it's getting a full-on sequel. Because Knives Out was a big deal. It was, yeah. Yeah, and Netflix are getting the sequel straight away. It's bizarre. But they're paying for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Given like... still like, it's a big cinematic release that's getting a Netflix sequel. Yeah. It's unusual. I, I would like to see, talking of weird Netflix stats and stuff, I'd like to see some numbers on what they get for, you know, they did it with Red Notice. Yeah. And uh, uh, we noted here that with uh, with Matilda the musical just before Christmas that that will also get a cinema release yeah. before it arrives on Netflix. I I would like to see some some sort of stats on what they're getting for that. Is that publicity? Uh, yeah, exactly. That, what, that can all that can it all because they're it. not doing it to make money. It's no. it's all you know. Is it the awards sort of the prestige of it? We can do a red carpet premiere. Yeah, it's I that think that's thing, probably what it, it is. It's... Glass Onion's a strange name. <laughs> isn't it? It is a bit, yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. Glass onion. Yeah. Well, we'll what that means. Uh, well, it will receive its European premiere on Sunday, October the 16th at the South Bank Centre in London. Cool. Uh, as part of the uh, BFI London Film Festival. Uh, Ryan Johnson, Daniel Craig, Edward Norton and others will attend the special screening. I didn't know Ed Norton was in it. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Knives Out's a great film, so it is, yeah. the sequel's got to be good, isn't I don't it? Think, is that on Netflix? Yes. Oh, it is? Okay, fine. If it's not now, it was at one point. Okay. Next. Also this week, Netflix has announced it has extended its deal with Dark Horse Entertainment. Who are Dark Horse Entertainment? Um, Dark Horse Entertainment are a company who um, have previously had a deal with Netflix for First Look. Uh, at a number of their projects okay um and they have extended that with two quite um high profile upcoming uh projects okay uh, the I'll first of which is bang oh you made me jump well, it's got an exclamation mark on the okay. end okay uh, a movie that is gonna star idris elba uh, it's based on a comic series of the same name uh, and in the movie a terrorist cult Sets out to start the apocalypse with a series of novels meant to brainwash their readers. So the world's most celebrated spy is sent to track down and kill the author responsible. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, that sounds very Idris Elbury, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, Mind <laughs> MGMT. Oh, okay. Is also on the slate. Also based on some graphic novels. Is it that uh, band from a few years ago? <laughs> It's, this one is a series which will follow a young woman who stumbles onto a top-secret mind management program. Her ensuing journey involves weaponized psychics, hip hypnotic advertising, talking dolphins, and seemingly immortal pursuers. Okay, interesting. That sounds uh, good. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, they both sound quite good, to be fair. Uh, we've also already... Uh, got other projects announced. Revenge Inc., a drama series focused on a secret underground company that specialises in revenge. I think we've mentioned that before. I think we have. Uh, and an That's action familiar. thriller film, Lady Killer, about a 1950s housewife leading a secret life as a highly trained killer for hire. That will start Blake Lively. Oh, cool. 
They've um, got a very much a um, style, haven't they? Yeah. These four films. Um, they were... Oh, Dark, they, yeah, Dark Horse were already involved in the Umbrella Academy, Polar, uh, Chicken Hair and the Hamster of Darkness. Oh, okay. So there you go. Sweet. It's always good to get more stuff coming. Sure is. Do you know what's always good as well? What's that? When Netflix gets involved in a legal battle. Oh, it happens all the time. It's great fun. This one's quite interesting. Okay. Uh, because Netflix has filed a lawsuit this week This week against two TikTok stars. Right. Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear. Okay. Because they went and only bloody won a Grammy. They won a Grammy? For their soundtrack to the unofficial Bridgerton musical. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds like they've been naughty, these two. Well, um, apparently it's really good. I haven't heard it. But uh, Netflix are clearly saying, well, we own Bridgerton. Yeah, you can't do that. And we'd like you not to do that, please, and make <laughs> money out of it. Um, that's not quite the whole story, though, because um, the guys have sort of, are sort of saying that, um, you know, we've, we've asked Netflix... Ages ago, uh, c- can we do this? Um, and they're saying that they basically have got the blessing of Netflix because back in March of last year, uh, th- they went and I said, can we use Bridgerton for our musical? Yeah. Uh, and Netflix said, well, we won't authorise it, but we also won't stand in the way. Well, that's an authorization. Surely. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like absolute prime fence-sitting to me. Now they are standing in the way. By suing these people. It sounds like, well, we're not going to do anything about it now, but we're big Netflix with millions of dollars, so yeah. do what you want and we'll come after you later. And yeah. If you ever start making any money off it, we'll, we'll uh, see you later. Actually, what's happened? Uh, they even sold out the Kennedy Center wow. uh, in New York City and uh, performed the soundtrack. I shouldn't call it the soundtrack. The music, the unofficial musical. Yeah. Um, with the National Symphony Orchestra. Wow. Tickets were going for upwards of $150, and uh, this seems to have been a step too far for Netflix. So that's what's like... That seems to have been the... So basically, like, you're making money off this yeah. now. Yeah. When you, weren't just make, when you were just making TikTok videos, we were fine with that. Yeah. Now you're making money off it. We're coming after you. We want that money. Casey Feisler, who is an assistant professor at the University of Colorado, <laughs> who okay. studies internet law. Right says that this is going to be a very interesting fair use case and could end up being what some law school exams are made of. <laughs> okay. Um, and we'll see how far fan fiction is stretched to its breaking point. Interesting. So they've written all these songs themselves. They're just based on stuff that's happened in Britain. Yeah. yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Really interesting. We'll definitely check in on that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep you up to date on that one. That sounds interesting. I've got one more bit of news. One more. We're getting there. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that was Axe Stages ago. It's back. What? Well, not quite. Okay. Uh, if you were one of the not many people who watched it on Netflix, uh, yeah. the soundtrack was cool. If you liked the soundtrack, uh, because it had... Um, it was The soundtrack was done by uh, Yoko Kano, who also did the soundtrack to the original uh, anime... You can now go and buy a limited edition Cowboy Bebop LP soundtrack. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, you get, it's in a furry box. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say furry box. 
<laughs> Why? Because there's like a corgi dog in the show. Oh, okay. So it's like the corgi's fur Got ya. and stuff. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, 2LP soundtrack. There's only a thousand been made. Ooh. And it will set you back, if you want the actual furry box, $160. Okay. Uh, That's you, not that bad. I would you can just buy the digital album for yeah. like free or your, yeah, just get your, a Spotify your subscription or, yeah. or uh, you know, you, you can buy it. Yeah, $160 for your, your furry box. So. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Love a furry box. Completists will, I'm sure, want that. Yeah, collectors and stuff, won't they? That's all the news. All the news done? Yeah. Excellent. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've watched a couple of things. I've okay. watched a couple of movies. Oh, excellent. A couple okay. of big Netflix releases for the summer. Go for it. What have you been watching? The Sea Beast. Oh, okay. Any good? Really good. Yeah? Yeah. Looks beautiful. Great. Really enjoyed it. Sweet. Really good story. It's funny. I've heard really good things uh, about this it. This is Netflix's big animation release this summer. Yeah. Same director who did uh, Moana. Uh, yeah, it's great. Really good. Sweet. I would recommend it. But do you think I'd like yeah, it? Yeah, I think you'd get something out. I nearly put it on once. A few weeks ago, I nearly put yeah. it on, but I didn't. I put something else on. Yeah. I think it's when I watched Incantation, in fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> do watch the Sea Beast, or shall I watch Incantation? <laughs> but yeah, I will definitely check that out. It, it, it was nice. The whole family watched it. We all had a great time. I think we all got something a bit different out of it. Excellent. Really enjoyed it. Good. Uh, so it was that. And then I've also watched the big blockbuster of the summer, as far as Netflix is concerned, The Grey Man. Oh, you've got to The Grey Man. Yeah. What did you think? I had a great time. A great time. <laughs> yeah. Good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it too. I don't but... understand why I... it's been reviewed badly. No, I think some things do and some things don't. It seems to be random. My go-to comparison is Red Notice. Yes. Which... Was awful. Yeah, it's hundred times but better. But seemed to get reviewed okay. Yeah, I, I honestly just feel like it was the Rousseau's brothers' turn to take some flat because they've never really had any. Probably was. That's probably all it is. My only issue with it is I didn't really like Chris Evans in his role. But other than that, I was alright with it. Personal preference. Yeah, I, d- I it thought is. it was funny. I thought the action was great. Yeah. I just I've got no issue with it. Yeah, it's fine. I d- Much better than anything we ever see. It looked on this expensive. Show. It was. It did look expensive. It was yeah. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole universe being built around it. Yeah. So. I just, I just can't I can't uh, square I right. it with it's, the reviews saying people, it's unoriginal and not funny and what people just, want to shit on Netflix at the minute so yeah. there's a bit of that in there like you said it's the it's the Russo's brothers' turn to get a bit of flack yeah after the last few years it was just came wrong place wrong time I think yeah but it's like, alright if you want if you want a brainless action movie that's all it is it's nothing more yeah than no, it's, they never claimed it was going to be anything no, else exactly. I don't think I don't think they did yeah it's what it is. I feel it was perfect. It's a perfect summer. Saturday night pizza Blockbuster. and a Magnum movie. Yeah. Sit at home and turn your brain off. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Good. Uh, and then I've also watched uh, season four of Car Masters Rush to Riches. Oh, okay. Uh, which is back. And I think it's doing quite well in, in the How's that TV you? charts. Uh, Not as good as season three? Nah, it's a bit like. It's again, they seem to have adopted. The uh, whole we must have a cliffhanger at the end of every episode. It, they've, right. they've fed more into the Netflix format than sort of the first couple of seasons when I think it was a bit of a surprise hit. Yeah. So, um, yes, everything it must be a peak for the end of the episode that is then not really a cliffhanger, but is resolved within the first five seconds of the next episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's Netflix's format, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But some of the things they do with these absolute, you know, 
pieces of junk. Tips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think I mentioned this show before, they don't just flog them, you know, for the most money. They, this business revolves around a sort of trade and upgrade. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they flog the finished product for another piece of shit that <laughs> they can make better and make more and they keep moving up until they end up, you know, sort of topping out at selling something for... I don't know, a quarter of a million oh, really? dollars wow. or something like that. So it's quite interesting. Excellent. Um, you know, it's it's the old, it's the Netflix staple. You got like the grumpy guy, the smarmy guy, the hot yeah. woman, the <laughs> tech genius. There's like, you know, I think a couple of them are, you know, real, and a couple of them are hired in because yeah. you fit the profile of what we want for this show. Yeah. But look, it's a fun way to pass. Similar to you with Big Timber, it's just, yeah, it's just. Yeah. Same sort of deal, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, how about you? I finished Blown Away season three. Oh, nice. I I don't want to slander this show. Okay. But I think the winner of that was chosen before it started. Oh, do you reckon? Yes. Interesting. The the guy who, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but the person who eventually wins yeah. was very much the favourite of one of the judges from the very beginning. Oh, I see. And there's a there's a few weeks where he should have been like, yeah, you should have been on the bubble. You're pretty skinny your teeth there. And then in the final, he was nowhere near as good. Oh, really? No. So. Wow. I, Controversy. I've never been a big fan of the female judge on Blown Away. Yeah. She just seems to have her favourites from the start. Okay. This scene, it was obvious. And, and Nothing also, the others could do would turn it around. Exactly. And also, I don't think the quality of the makes was as good in this season as it has been in the previous ones. Okay. So, yeah, I feel I feel like it's a show that's had its day. Is the rose off the bloom? I f- yeah, I is feel the like... glass off the blower? <laughs> I think it is. I think Blown Away is kind of done. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more you can do with it. Just... I mean, because it is, I think it's a really glass. fun concept. Yeah, it but, is. But why, why, yeah, do you need 10 seasons of glass blowing? No. Look, it's great. Don't worry, it's a nice art, but... Yeah. Adam, what can there's you do? somebody at the door. There's somebody at the door, Nick. I'll be back in a no minute. No problem. <laughs> right, shall we move on to real talk? Let's do it. Yeah? Fast becoming my favourite part of the way. Real Same, talk. yeah. It's, it's really hitting home with people as well. People seem to love getting involved. What is this week's topic? This week's topic was, what is your favourite movie soundtrack? Well, go at it. People went at it. People went at it. How did people react in the Discord? Uh, Well, you know, just to clarify, we're we're including scores and soundtracks. We are, indeed. Any music. I don't really know the difference. All music's good. So So throw them at us. And uh, we had quite a lot of responses in the Discord. Wayne says, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1. That was going to be mine. What was it? Stolen it. Well, you need to choose something else. Uh, (laughs) Alex went with Baby Driver. Yep. Uh, Both very good answers. Uh, Ross Cook has got three. Ross Cook Uh, has got more than one? Yeah. Shut up. Unbelievable. Uh, He has gone with (laughs) RRR in third place. He has got some banging tunes, I'm not going to lie. He's gone with Superman as his favourite instrumental. Yeah, Superman soundtrack. Soundtrack slash score. Uh, And then he has gone with Pulp Fiction. Yeah, which was on my shortlist, I must say. That is a great one, to be fair. Um, With him, absolutely good picks, Ross. Brilliant soundtrack. I think that is all we have got in the Discord. Oh, really? Yes. Not very many. Where's all the Discord people gone? (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, it may have got derailed into a, a chat about something else, but that's fine. Okie dokie, fair <laughs> enough. Um, we had a few on Twitter. Excellent. Uh, we had a response from a lady called Mariana Fernandez, and she went with train spotting. Great choice. Great choice. And train spotting too. They're both good soundtracks. They are both good soundtracks. I mean, yeah, any time I hear either Iggy Pop's Lust for Life. Yeah, you just think or of Born Slippy. It's it's train spotting. It's train spotting, isn't it? It's synonymous. They're synonymous with each other. Um, catching up on cinema podcast or Hello, another podcast. People. Other podcasts exist. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. But we're the best one. Um, if we're talking strictly soundtracks and not scores, nobody said that, but okay. Uh, I've got to go with Transformers the movie from 1986. I think that is an absolutely banging choice. <laughs> Uh, it's the movie I've seen the most in my lifetime, and regardless of its objective quality, it's the movie and soundtrack that has most shaped my taste in cinema. It's a great soundtrack of its time. It is indeed. Really good choice. Yeah. Uh, Chris from the Time Splitters podcast. Hello, Chris. Great friend of ours. Also is in the Discord. Um, there are some good ones. Some I love for a while but burn out on, but one I still have in the mix and enjoy when it comes up is for the commitments. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great shout. Great movie and brilliant soundtrack. Honorary mention, of course, goes to the original Ghostbusters. Nice. Yeah, great shout as well. Uh, I used to watch this, which is another podcast. I've chosen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. Or Iron Eagle. Okay, I'm not so I'm not familiar aware with of the Iron, Iron Eagle, Eagle soundtrack, but maybe yeah. we'll go and have a Bill and Ted, look. definitely. Uh, where are we? SP Film Reviewers. Or film viewers, sorry. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World has a belting soundtrack. <laughs> so I that think they might be biased. my second choice. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so my both of mine have been stolen. So I'm not happy about that. But I also was thinking of Batman. The Prince. Prince one. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that. Means nobody else picked it. The old Bat Dance. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> I had a few and I find this quite difficult. It so was quite a difficult one, this one. Uh Couple that I've already mentioned were on my sort of shortlist. So, Pulp Fiction, I definitely thought of. Uh, one that I've not listened back to and I fear would not hold up. And I think is maybe the same for the movie as well as the soundtrack. Because okay. I think it's very of its time. Uh, it was Garden State. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've not seen that, I don't think. Zach Braff back in, you know. Late 90s? Uh, yeah, I think it might have been too. I think it was into the 2000s. Was it? Okay. It was all plinky plonky sort of indie music i did quite like that back in the day i i had honorable mentions i had black panther yeah that's I think a great the best one. marvel soundtrack that's a good shout to be fair i think that's a really good one yeah I um i i am gonna mention back to the future I think it's a great score and it's got some great tunes on you can't not mention back to the future you know it's good. you've got you've got obviously the whole back to the future score plus some huey lewis in there yep. it's a great combination <laughs> um but i think I'm going with Almost Famous. Great shout. Great film. Yeah. Great film. Just a great soundtrack. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's a good one. That's my pick. Good. Good pick. Thank you. Good pick, Nick. <laughs> Nobody picked The Greatest Showman. As a musical. Is yeah, that count? Because I was thinking Moulin Rouge. Yeah, good one as well. Yeah, that's it's a really still good a soundtrack. One. Yeah, it's still a movie okay. and it has a soundtrack. I was, I was, not, dis- I was not disregarding but, musicals. But maybe best musical can be a different week. Yeah, Real okay. talk. Okay. Excellent. That's all the real talk done. It is. We flew through week. this episode of The Wave this week. <laughs> shall we Shall we quickly go through the top 10? Let's do that. Why not? Films in the English language top 10 for the week of July the 25th to July the 31st. Number 10 is Red Notice. What does that come back for? Why are people watching <laughs> Red Notice? That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. 14th week on the chart. Not consecutive. Uh, Line of Duty 
is it's not at number nine. It's not the TV show. <laughs> it is a film with the same name. Number eight is Shania Twain, not just a girl. Yeah, you're in the get in the market for a Shania Twain documentary. Is it a documentary? It is. Yeah. That. Okay. No. My father-in-law really likes Shania Twain, so really? I wonder if he'll he'll watch it. Okay. Find out. <laughs> okay, Find out for next be. week. Number seven, The Man from Toronto. Sure. Number six, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. Uh, Sing Two is at number five. That seems like it's been in the charts it's, forever. It is. Yeah. Uh, Persuasion is number four. Sure. Any idea what that is? Uh, Persuasion is the Jane Austen oh, adaptation. Yeah, yeah, the one we spoke about before. Number three is The Sea Beast. The Sea Beast. You mentioned earlier that you're part of those viewing hours you're now. You're a sea beast. You're a sea beast. Purple Hearts is number two. Okay. Any ideas? Uh, just some bloody. Yeah. Love story. And number one the, is The Grey Man. It is The Grey Man. Nearly 100 million viewing hours. It's done well for itself. It has, yeah. It's doing all right. It's doing all right. Do I've not mentioned a TV show. I've watched, I'm up to date now on Better Call Saul. Oh, nice. It's the best show on TV yeah. at the minute, without a doubt. It's incredible this season's been. Top 10 TV shows in the English language currently on Netflix. Number 10, Stranger Things Season 2. Nice. Manifest Season 3 is at number 9. Okay. Number 8, Stranger Things Season 3. Oh, they're split. Number 7, Manifest Season 2. Okay, I'm seeing a pattern. <laughs> uh, number 6, um, this is a show I'm going to get to this week, is The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Okay. It is a limited series. It is about a man who ran a revenge porn site. Oh, for a long time. Okay. Was, uh, it didn't go down very well with people. They didn't like it. Number five is Resident Evil Season 1. I've not watched any more of that because I've been not? away. So I need to... Going to get back on it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Number yeah. four is Manifest Season 1. People are catching up on Manifest. <laughs> That's its 13th week in the charts. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Keep Breathing is number three. Did I mention that? No. I watched that. Okay. <laughs> We've had a very disjointed show today. We keep getting interrupted by doorbells and phone I know, calls like life admin. That's fine. Life, life is happening whilst the podcast is It'll happening. Be seamless I've watched all of Keep, keep Breathing. What's Keep, all of keep it. Breathing? Who's Keith Breathing? Keith Breathing <laughs> is a six-part TV show about a lady who survives a plane crash. Oh, lovely. Over America. She gets lost in the wilderness of America. Okay. And is alone for the whole season. And has to try and survive. Is it a drama? Yes. Or is this a no, it's a, dra- it's a drama. Okay. It's a drama. It's it's okay. It's not breaking any barriers. It's not great. Right. It has some very losty themes in it. There's no like supernaturalness to okay. it. Although she does have a dead friend that she talks to quite a bit. That's fine. But they do flash. There's a lot of flashbacks to her life before the this plane crash. Sure. And if anything, there's too many flashbacks. I wanted more of her on the island and less of her real life okay. shit that was going on. But it was good. I'd okay. recommend it. It That's is a, good. Okay, it is a recommendation. Yes. It's, there's six episodes. They're about 30 to 40 minutes each. Fine. It was, I flew through it. It's about, I think it runs at 329 in total. So okay. It's, That's, like, it's like a long film. Uh, Stranger Things Season 4 is at number two. Tenth week in the charts. And Virgin River Season 4 is at number one. Dethroned by Virgin River. Dethroned by Virgin River. Uh, my wife likes that show. Does she? Yeah. Is it good? I don't know, really. Does she uh, like it? Well, she likes it. Yeah, she, she likes that. it. I, <laughs> is it good? I don't know. It's a, it's sort of a soapy drama about all things in a small southern town, which yeah. is very beautiful. It looks beautiful. The town looks beautiful. <laughs> Talking of soapy drama, I did watch one more thing this week. Okay. I watched the last ever episode of Neighbours. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I that made was... an event out of it. How I went to that? a friend's house and watched it. Oh, amazing. We had pizza and watched it. I, I was surprisingly emotional about it. Okay. I don't really know why. When was the last time you watched Neighbours? Probably 20 years ago. <laughs> My dad watches it yeah. religiously. He always has yeah. since the start. So every fr- I go around there on a Friday night, he'll be watching it. So every Friday, once a week, I watch it. Okay. But yeah, it was surprisingly. It was, it was like a part of my childhood had died. Okay. So 
And it was nice to see all the old... Uh, Archbishop was in it. She's been dead 20 years. Oh, well, good on her. That's impressive. That's imp- that is impressive. <laughs> but no, it was it was good. Um, Margot Robbie was in it, wasn't she? She was, yeah. Not in yeah. the finale, but she was in like an episode leading oh, up okay. to the finale. Guy Pearce was yeah. the, probably yeah. the main character in the finale. Was it really? Yeah. It was based around his return to the street oh, lovely. and being reintroduced to the houses and the people. Okay. And he rekindled a oh, love. Good on him for doing that. Re- yeah, definitely. He rekindled a love he had 30 years ago and... Moved back to the street at the end. Spoiler alert. How the fucking doors banging. <laughs> um, Strange Things season four finished on one fa- one billion three hundred and fifty two million viewing hours. So just just the three hundred million straight of Squid Game. Yeah, I, that's all things considered, probably a closer run thing than I would have imagined. Yes. Yeah, it it did get a lot closer, than, but it still. It doesn't. It shows how amazingly popular Squid Game was. Oh, absolutely! Because for, even for Stranger Things season four, which I've never seen Netflix get behind a show as much as they did with Stranger Things season four. No, the whole machine was behind. The this. whole machine was Everything behind. It. They was wanted to beat Squid Game. Yeah, they wanted that to beat Squid Game, and it, it still didn't get there. Yeah, and that just is my. It, it boggles my mind that Squid Game is a, not an English language TV show, and it's still three hundred million hours ahead of Stranger Things. Yeah, it's crazy. Insane numbers. Insane numbers. Right. We're done. What are we watching on Thursday? Uh, We need to come back here to this very feed on Thursday because I chose this week's movie. You did indeed. This is your wild card week. I played my wild card. So Robin the Randomizer had the week off and we are watching a movie called Robot Overlords. We are indeed. And it has in it Oscar winning Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Ben Kingsley. Kingsley. It has Scully herself, Gillian Anderson. It does. And some familiar faces yeah, some, uh, to Bottom of the Stream. Some Bottom of the Stream alumni are in there. Yeah. I think I might just leave that tease there. Yeah, let's do it. And we will talk about that more. This is a Thursday. film called Robot Overlords. It's British and it stars Ben Kingsley. You always ask me for a one-word review on the movie show. I will do again. And I'm not sure what I'm going to say because it's called Robot Overlords. Yeah, it is. That's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But I'll have a good go. <laughs> I, I, I've got some words for this film and I can't quite believe that it exists. But it does. It's seen it. certainly, uh, in many ways, not what I was expecting. And I don't want to give much more away. It's an odd movie, this, <laughs> it isn't is, it? It is, yeah. It really is. So I'm looking forward to talking about Robot I Overlords. can't wait. I'm really excited to talk about it. It's going to be a great episode. So yeah, come back to this very feed on Thursday and we will talk to you about Robot Overlords. We sure will. Cheers. Bye.